Hello. Welcome to the podcast. This is where we take the show, which has been broadcast, and we cut it down to a podcast. Yes. Oh, and it's your birthday. Happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, thank you very much. What did you get? Uh, I got a bottle of scotch. Lovely. Nice. Um, from my teenage son. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He was very funny when he gave it to me. Did he, goes, he buy it himself? <laughs> this is what he said to me. He goes, here, Dad, I bought you a present. And then I opened it and he goes, oh, well, I, mum bought it. But I gave mum the money. I didn't buy it. And I said to him, I'm well aware of that because if you realised you could buy alcohol, you'd be in big trouble. But no, I got that. Um, that was it. I haven't got, I haven't got my present today because I haven't seen my wife today. Yeah. You don't normally do presents, though? No, I don't like to do presents. We always buy something, something little. small. It's usually like chocolate or something like we that. We always get like a card with a lotto ticket. <laughs> yeah, we do the scratchy. Yeah. We always do the scratchy. <laughs> so you're you're great with presents. You and Kat give good gifts. Yeah, thanks. We like people. Do you have a price? Do you have a price limit? No, not really. Just what the be sky's a, a limit. Well, no, but you don't go crazy. Yeah, don't want a spoiler. <laughs> that dress was expensive. That was that was naughty. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Did you? Get into it. If you get, if you pay five hundred, uh, then you got to get lucky. Oh, I yeah, I got my. She actually, I, yeah. Put on the dress for me now. Take off the dress. <laughs> yeah. for me. She, she actually said, "I'll, I'll show you what five hundred fifty dollars gets you." I was like, Sweet. <laughs> that's, it was pretty. So good. Daddy's not going to get a birthday present, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I might now though. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll just rewatch this, the tape in this podcast. You'll hear just how simple we are as men, anyway. So that'll all make sense to you. All right, let's get into it. The tape makes you sound old. <laughs> she doesn't want it on digital. <laughs> It's so much easier, harder to convert it, you know? Exactly. Well, it's, it's easier to control. It doesn't get out yeah. into the cloud. <laughs> oh, I've got this sex tape, but how are we going to convert it? Anyone got a VHS? <laughs> there are places that I think do it for you if you there want. There are. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's, a, it's like, remember when the old school, like, Big W photos, mm. and you go and get your photos printed out, yeah. but you couldn't see the photos beforehand, so mm. you didn't know what was on there? Mm. It's like I was trying to explain to the kids that when we used to take a photo, we had to... Stop and then, oh, wait a minute, it's not rewind. Like, so you'd miss that opportunity, you'd have to wind it on. Yeah, yeah. Nothing was candid. Mm. I explained um, home phones to my son. Because I was saying about prank calls. Mm. And he's like, how did you do those? Wouldn't you see the number? I'm like, well, I guess you could do private number, but home phones, you never used to know. Anyway. We're old. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Would say in bed. Cleanse your mind from the weekend, if you had a dirty weekend, even if you didn't. We want to know, what can you say in the bedroom and at a different scenario? Today, it is Ninja Warrior. It's the final tonight. Yes. So it makes perfect sense. It's just sometimes your mind plays tricks on you and goes, oh, that's naughty. Rihanna, Northlake's time to be naughty. What can you say in the bedroom and also on Ninja Warrior? That's a good move. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's my I always wait for the giggle. Yeah. Uh, all right, Lance and Callum Vale, what can you say in the bedroom and on Ninja Warrior? It's so hard for some people. It mm. is harder for some than others. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Some people, you look there and you go, I don't, I couldn't imagine you being there. That good? Yeah. yeah. You go, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. surprising. It came out of nowhere. Thirteen ten sixty. You can join in this one anytime. Don't be shy. Dave in South Ripley, what can you say in the bedroom and on the Ninja Warrior course? Well, that timing was better than the last guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Furthest, fastest. <laughs> 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 uh. 
a very popular show, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Mm. It'll de- you reckon it's coming back next year? Yeah, it is. Although I found that, uh, like, I think a lot of people were too cold. Yeah, to they do well. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so they might move Mel- it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Melman, very chilly. Mm. Jason on the Gold Coast. What can you say yeah. in the bedroom and on the Ninja Warrior course, buddy? Uh, to reach the finish, you got to put your fingers in that hole. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah, you do. Because you go up the... What's that thing called? Oh. That you pull on the latches? Oh, the invisible ladder, I yeah, think they call it. They're always like weird names for them. Like, yeah. what is the salmon one? The salmon grip, isn't it? The salmon no, the thing? salmon. Yeah. But why salmon is it? Uh, I don't know. Because mm. it rhymes with something. Gammon. <laughs> Christina in Red Bank. What can you say in the bedroom and at Ninja Warrior? Damn, those holes are big. Yes. Yes, yes you can. I've, I've actually heard uh, Rebecca say quite a few times too, oh, it slapped him in the face. Oh, yeah. 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 You hear her say that? Yeah. And those big poles come around and uh-huh. just give him a good old slap. Mm. Yep. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? Our number is 13 10 60. Make sure you save it in your phone and now you can call us for first calls. Anything you want to talk about. Uh, yeah, big prize this week. Our favourite caller each morning gets 200 bucks to spend at the Bavarian. Oh. Yeah, there's a new one coming to the barracks just downstairs here. Oh, that's dangerous. So, I know, right? Uh, if, you, if you don't ring, we're happily going to keep this voucher for ourselves. <laughs> so we've got no phone calls. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got Pre from Taringa. Pre, what do you want to talk about first calls? Hi guys, good morning. morning. Um, I just wanted to ask you your opinion on whether you think things actually come in threes. Oh, I think bad luck does. Yeah. Sorry, what, what <laughs> were they? Things come, come in threes. threes. Oh, oh, they go, they will say in... celebrities die in threes. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, because hmm. I've, had, I've had some misfortunate events and I'm waiting for number three now. Uh, okay, what, what, are you able to tell us what the first two were? Yeah, well, so, you know, I do our social Thursday Friday oh, night. I'm so really... sorry, Pri. I'm fanging to hear it. But well, that was cannot... a bad thing that just happened then. You got cut off, so yeah. it happened in threes. There Terrible phone line there. Uh, Tash, hi. Hi, good morning. Hi. Um, hi. Good, what's up? Oh, um, I'm running in kind of a little bit of a... Terrible phone line. Sorry, Tash. <laughs> are we going to get three phone lines in a row? Yeah, yeah. No, hand on heart. Can, can't understand it. Sam, good luck. What do you want to talk about in first calls? Well, I just uh, heard that they're going to be reinstating the train services um, that they removed in 2016 between Brisbane and Gold Coast. So they're obviously a lot more trains, but... You know, when they do that, they say that there's going to be a lot of overtime that we're going to have to pay for. So, obviously, the consumer's going to have to pay for that. How about politicians, when they finish service, if you uh, run and you are in power for four years, you get paid for four years because it's a job and you're not working after that. So, stop Mm -hmm. making the consumer pay for all these services that, realistically, we're paying for in rates, we're paying for in taxes. I agree. Yeah. I don't understand why it's such a, a like. It's like after you've done the job, you still get paid. You still yeah. get free flights. Yeah. I don't, what is yeah. that? No, I think they cancelled the flights thing. Oh, really? I could be wrong. I know that they still get paid. Like if you do a term of in state government and then you say, for example, you become prime minister, you get paid, um, you know, on a continuous wage of because you're a prime minister. But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. If you got voted out, you got voted out. It's like Survivor. Yeah. You're out. I totally yeah. agree. I totally it's agree. Like Survivor. It is, unless I go into politics, and that's when I'm like, oh, no, no, it's good. I get back. Why do you mention it? Yeah. Um, you know what? Like Survivor, I do not want to see any of our politicians in skimpy little bikinis on the beach. Uh, They're getting smaller and smaller. Uh, Who do you want? Clive Palmer. Uh, 
<laughs> really? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're I a weird it'd one. Be good. Imagine if you had been like, vote for me, and they're wearing like an inty wincy. <laughs> okay, Jess, in Parkinson, help me out. What do you want to talk about in first calls? Uh, routine house inspections. Oh, yeah. yeah. From the real estate? Four children in the house. Oh. oh see, that's hard yeah. to keep clean. Yuck. Do you hide your children? <laughs> Do you tell them it's just you and your partner so you shove, shove the kids in the cupboard? Sweep them under the couch so, so they can't see the dirt. <laughs> how, many, how many weeks' notice do you get? Um, we get about three weeks' notice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah it's so, yeah. Is there it's, a... it's no, not with four kids in the house. No. <laughs> is there anything you're worried about? Like, is there marks and stuff that you know they're going to pick up? Oh, no, not at the moment. We've just spent the weekend doing carpet cleaning. So if if they are going to pick, then then I hope they can understand my tiredness today. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh it's today, is it? Yes. Uh. yes, four o'clock this morning, scrubbing the rest of the floors to make sure they clean it up. <laughs> I used to hate it in um, inspections where they never used to comment. The real estate never used to say anything, and they saw it the whole time. But then when you leave... We had to, we got a large bill. Oh. And you're like, why didn't you tell us why we were living there? Like blue tack on the wall and yeah. the paint came off. Yeah, because they never turned up. That what they say they would come in for the inspection. I reckon nine times out of ten they, they would just bother. peg their um, business card onto your no, they got to take photos and then leave. No, they have to take photos. Do they now? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, good luck, Jess. I'm sure it'll all be fine. I hope so. Last time we got done for dust on the exhaust fan, so what? cross fingers this time they don't look. Are you serious? Oh, on the exhaust? Yep. Uh-huh. On the exhaust fans in the bathroom. Yep. Dust on them. Nah, they're dreaming if they think that's going to get cleaned. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Please welcome Shepard. <laughs> Amy Shepard is in the studio this morning. Hey Hi. Guys. Hey. Good to see you again. How Con- are you? Congratulations. Thank on Friday, you. this song dropped um, along with the film clip, which we yes. are playing in the studio. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bunch of how many girls? Uh, 13 of us all up. 13 yeah. girls dancing in beige. I'm going to put it out there because that is not the sexiest colour, but you guys have owned Granny it. Granny panties, you <laughs> yeah. think you were saying off the air? Yeah. I didn't want to sex it up. I wanted it to be, you know, about... I guess body positivity, self love, and just um, a celebration of bodies rather than a sexy film clip. Yeah, because it's been about a, a year I, that you've been doing this campaign. I don't you're nearly. Not, yeah, it's yeah. been all of this year. So yeah, eight and months. not intentionally. I guess you just posted a photo of yourself on Instagram. That's right. I um I was looking for some content and I came across this photo of me and I had cellulite all on my legs and I sat there for like ten minutes trying to face tune it out, like airbrush my legs, and mm. I just. It was like a lightning bolt moment. I was like, what am I doing? Like, who do I think I am that I can't have cellulite on my legs? So I just posted it and um, with the hashtag kiss my fat ass if you don't like it or whatever. And it went crazy. And I just realized in that moment how many people are needing those role models or just someone to relate to. So that's where it all started. Can I ask, because I don't think men get it as much as women. Do you go through Instagram and then when you see these... Uh, like bikini models, do they make you feel shit? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Heaps. And it's just constantly being fed at us. Um, yeah. And yeah. now men, increasingly men as well, yeah. just these ads and Instagram and all the time, your whole day you're seeing these perfectly posed and airbrushed pictures and you're you know, constantly, subconsciously as well, um, comparing yourself to these images. Because yeah. you see them all the time, that right. that becomes the norm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as soon as you start seeing something, and when you did, and I've got to be honest, when you first do it, you go... <gasps> Like you, when you see first see someone post a Without normal photo, yeah. it's quite strange. Yeah. And the more you see it, the more you go, "Oh, well, that's just mm. normal." That's and right. then you start looking at the bathers rather than the actual. Like, oh my god, what did she look like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is such a nice 
campaign for, you. for younger girls growing yeah. up and going, oh, cool, I don't need to only post the right. perfect pictures. Yeah, it is concerning. I've had friends like been like, oh, look at this girl on Instagram. She's so beautiful. And I look at this girl and to me, it's like, this girl's anorexic. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's very skinny. Yeah. So I'm just, I guess I just want to have another, be another perspective and role model for these women to see what, um, yeah, I, I don't want to say normal bodies, but what a body looks like. I like the ones you did when you would do the side-by-side comparison. So you would do the photo that you had airbrushed or touched yeah, up or yeah. sucked in the gut yeah. and then you would do the one next to it where it's like, here's what it actually yeah. is. And the difference can be quite amazing. Yeah, of course. Everyone can manipul- manipulate their bodies to look at in a photo, but um, real life is not perfect. And I think it's important for people to see that. The song is actually amazing yeah, as well. It's like, it's you. such a brilliant song. <laughs> it's so catchy and so nice oh, to say. It was so fun and to on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you guys, have, I, I felt, like, I, your sister posted something, Emma, right. and she was, had to say why she's in it. Yeah. And she had to defend herself because people were like, uh, you're skinny, you shouldn't be on it. Uh, and it's no, like, she no, has a everyone. fat ass too. Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah, like, you've actually used the term because we were saying, like, Tara yeah. Banks first said right. it, yeah. and she's not fat, yeah. but it was that right. sort of term. It's more, you know, if you think that I have to be something that I. Yeah. I'm not like kiss my fat ass. I don't care. Like I'm happy in the skin I'm in. It's a celebration of individuality rather yeah. than like I'm skinny. I'm fat. Because at the end of the day, like everybody looks at, like has a perspe- perception of what you look like. But at the end of the day, all that matters is how you perceive your body. Yeah. yeah. And Why isn't George running around in his underwear? But it's just so strange because you <laughs> have you have, <laughs> you have people on there that are pregnant. Um, someone's just had a baby. You've got someone with a prosthetic leg. Yeah. Um, there's so many different body types. Does it feel so dumb that you've done something like? this and you still get trolls from people going oh no not happy she's too thin yeah oh, there's always no matter what we do or what anybody does there's always somebody who's going to put their two cents in yeah so we're proud of it we're really um yeah we believe in this video and the message that it holds so i guess no one can drag us down you know they can say whatever they want we're really proud of what we've achieved here was george there on the shoot day he was there well he that must there. have been awkward <laughs> for his two sisters jumping around in underwear oh uh, sh- he was trying to get in on it do the dance trying to learn the moves because <laughs> like, it's also like that i can imagine for him i saw his instagram post he was really proud of, of you guys and everything mm-hmm. that all the girls did but he's like but it's still weird to be saying to everyone go and check out my sisters in their underwear <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. On the day, it, you kind of just forgot that you were walking around in your underwear. Yeah, it yeah, became, became really normal. normal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, Tiffany Hall's in there as well. She is. Yes. What a babe. Yeah, it's so, she was so fun, and I love Tiff. She's a great um, role model as well, because she obviously posted all her things when she had Archie, her yeah. baby, mm. and, um, Arnie, sorry, and posted all about her journey and like she went up to a size 16. She goes, I just, like, I didn't want to have to post those bounce back photos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was really important for me to have Tiff in there and um, who else was in there? Oh, Taryn Brumfit, who's the body image movement um, ambassador, and she's just... She's the one that went um, viral because she posted a before and after photo, and you know how everyone goes, like, before, and they were, like, quite big, and then an after quite thin. She did the opposite. Uh, She's like, ah, before and after, and people are like, oh, wow. (laughs) So she was was skinnier, and then she she was skinny. She was doing bodybuilding, and then she posted a photo of her just, like, normal, and she's like, before and after, awesome, and it just went viral all over the world. She's got an incredible documentary called Mm. Embrace, and that is a life-changing documentary. Anyone who's struggling, I recommend to go and watch that on iTunes. Nice. Well, uh, (laughs) Kiss My Fat Ass, it's out now. Uh, uh, check it out. I'd say ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't. I know it sounds cooler to say ass, but I'm a bogan from Brisbane. Uh, <laughs> uh, go and check it out. Shepherd's new song, Amy Shepherd, all inspired by your amazing movement. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank morning. you so nice much. Nice to see you. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. The only thing better than a new Suzuki is half your money back. See your Suzuki dealer now. T's and C's apply. Stav, Abby, and Matt.
$10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Radio $10,000 on the line every time we play Alpha Bucks, 7 and 8am daily. If you do your maths, that is $100,000 every week up for grabs. God, I love Alpha Bucks. <laughs> One person that desperately needs the money is because they just got married and now they've got to pay it off. Amy, Marumba Downs, welcome. Yes, good morning, guys. Thank you. How are you? We're good. That is the worst paying out because you've already had the wedding. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just, yeah, trying to fix everything up from it, you know? Yeah. And, you um, you but, glad oh, the man you got? Day, though. Oh, yes. Okay, that's good. Absolute winner. Green face. Uh, well, you know how this works. You get $50 for each correct answer. If you get all 10 right, that's when you get the 10000 And each answer needs to start with the letter that you're about to be given, although Maddie did give you a clue. I just want to say, our phone line, something's going on with them today, yeah. Amy, so just talk nice and clearly into your phone and don't move around too much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the plans right. you had to mumble <laughs> and take jump them up off and the down. table. Yeah, don't do that. All right. But, <laughs> okay. Amy, your letter for this morning is O for orange. And your time will start when I finish the first question, which is... Not so stupid now with a hiss in the background. (laughs) That's so dumb. (laughs) All right. Name an animal. Al. Name a celebrity. Oscar Wiley. Name something you can wear. Opals. Name a tapas food. Pass. Name an American state. Ohio. Name a career. Uh, huh. At the right. <laughs> Name a musical instrument. Uh-huh. Oh. Which one did you say for career, hun? Outdoor running. Lucky <laughs> 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 like, the phone line is bad, Amy, eh? <laughs> People would be professional outdoor runners, wouldn't they? Well, they're just a runner, aren't they? No, you, you know, can't. I'm going to give you $200, yeah. hun. $300. Well done. For a tapas food, you could have olives or octopus. Uh, um, those oh, uh, for a career, you could have orthodontist. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Thanks for playing this morning. If anyone works for Telstra, can you come to the barracks and help us out? Something's going on with the phones today. Yeah. Yeah, we need your help. And we don't want to wait between midday and six. It's Maddie's right? birthday. And you know that he hates a bad phone line. This is, this is just, a bad present. You I just want to love talk to, the to listeners, hear the people. Know, like, the people have great stories. Yes, and if I, I can't understand it, it's, it's it, very frustrating. It affects me. I know. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Yeah, Barnaby Joyce, he has said some strange things. Remember when his girlfriend was pregnant saying, look, I'm not even sure if it's mine. Yes. It, of course, is, and he's gone on to have a another baby um, with her as well. But he has revealed, and he does he's not looking for sympathy, which is great because he hasn't got any. <laughs> he's, not uh, get any. he's revealed that he's doing it really tough. He's broke. He says that he has to kill his own sheep for food, which I guess that's being a farmer. Um, <laughs> but he's also said that he needs to turn his heater off at night, which oh. doesn't everyone. Anyway. You can't have your sheep and eat them too, Barnaby. <laughs> everyone knows that. His treat is True. a coffee. I mean, what he's saying is he's just like everyone else now. Uh-huh. And I think that it's it's true. And he said that it's because he's paying for two different families. Yeah. Oh, that's Which also is, his fault. Well, of course. Yeah. But, you know, you, you with someone, you get married to someone and you have a kid with someone you think it's going to be for the rest of your life. Yes. And then life happens. Things change and then you go on to have kids with someone else. Uh-huh. What he's done, though, is his daughters, because they're nearly all old enough that he wouldn't have to pay child support. Or- Although he still would have to. You've got four girls. 
Four girls as teenagers, I think they're quite costly. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't see. think they're wearing the same outfit to you, each event. You don't think they get <laughs> hand-me-downs? You don't, you don't think part of his girls are into that? I think, you know, Instagram's ruined it for, yeah, for him, yes. letting them wear the same dress. Yeah. Six children mm. that, he's, that he's paying for. And I just want to know. And two women as well, because he'd be paying spousal I don't know. To, I'm to not the sure. ex-wife, you'd think. Yeah. But he's saying that he's doing it tough because of it. Not looking for sympathy once again. The sheep are doing it tougher. <laughs> you're, you're the one who cheated, and I'm getting killed for They're like, we thought we were just pets. <laughs> but I want to know 13, 10, 60, how many children do you have to how many different partners? It's quite it's quite common these days, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, but my brother worked with a guy who um, has to pay so much child support because he's just having his seventh child Yeah, with wow. six different partners. Oh, wow. So the seventh child will actually have the same mum as the first child. Oh, you went back? They've gone back together. Oh, wow. Oh. I've got all the other kids. So, wow, because you would automatically think that the seventh was the the child of the last mum. Yes. Now, wow. Have they all been relationships, or has a couple of them one-night stands and things? Uh, a couple of them. Uh, one of them was a, uh, an adult entertainer. Uh-huh. Wow. I know, it's very interesting, and I'm trying not to ask too many questions, but you're like... Can I have a family tree here? <laughs> what a fertile man, though. Like, every woman he looks at, just, mm. how? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, wow. we talked to, I talked to a girl who had uh, five kids to five different um, fathers. Yeah. She didn't like... She, she was. Well, it's just hard to organise your weekends as well. Yeah. That's yeah. That's true. Because you'd want to line them all up so they you all goes to Dad's house on the one be, weekend. You would be able You'd be like, right, I... Hey, guys, can you all agree, um, just for my sake? Um, we'd love to hear from you this morning, whether it's you or someone you know. Um, we want to hear what it's like if you've got multiple children to multiple partners. Uh-huh. Uh, Do you end up paying my, more child support Yeah, than what it would be if it was all the same partner? Yeah, I'm not sure how it would work. Uh, 13, 10, 60. We'd love to hear from you. It doesn't have to be your story. You can speak on behalf of someone. You know, our show, we'll take those calls too. Of course. Uh, jump on the phone. Do you or know someone who has multiple children to multiple people? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Barnaby says he's not the father. He's not too sure, but it could be anyone. But he'll call the kid his son. Song. Barnaby Joyce, he's not looking for sympathy. He's actually just shared his struggles because he is asking for an increase in New Start Allowance because he might be on it soon. Um, he just says that he turns the heat off. He's been killing his own sheep yep. because he can't afford the meat. Um, he has a treat, which is a coffee. <laughs> and he's saying that it's a bit of a struggle as well because he does have two families. He's got four daughters with his ex and he's got two with his current one. Barnaby, I feel so sorry for you that you are living like everyone else. Oh, I'm not killing my own sheep. <laughs> but you yeah, would if you had them. Yeah. It's true. But every, no one else is, like, just drinking 15 lattes a day and cranking up the heater and running it 24-7. But you know what's seven? so unusual about it? A politician being like everyone else. That's yeah. probably why it's so unusual. But we yeah. want it on 13, 10, 60. Are you, are you like him in some way that you are paying for different children? How many children do you have to different partners? Now, Amy, you're on from Ipswich. Uh, your husband's dad, what's, what's his situation? Uh, so he has eight children in total, and two are to one mother. So there's four mothers in total. Right, that's a lot of people to deal with. What's the yeah. What's the age difference? Like, how old is his youngest child, and how? So, yeah. yeah, so my husband is 29, right. and the youngest is three or four. Oh wow! 
Oh, yeah. Oh, so my children have aunties and uncles that are younger than they are. Oh, wow. Do oh. <laughs> so they would... call them auntie and uncle? No, we don't have any relationship with the younger oh. ones. Okay. Imagine yeah, having right. to babysit your auntie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would wow. be paying a lot in child support then? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah, as okay. far as I know, the story goes that he hasn't paid child support in a long time. Uh, probably because he can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, thanks for calling this morning. Uh, hi, Cameron. How you going? Good, mate. Uh, now, this is quite unusual. Your grandma. My grandmother has five kids to five different dudes. Yeah. Um, my mum has four to three. I'm the oldest out of the four. Uh-huh. But the, where it gets interesting is my um, nana's youngest is 14 years younger than me. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. So you're... So, so technically, my uncle is 14 years younger than me. <laughs> so you, you could babysit your uncle. uncle. Which I have. You have babysat <laughs> oh my your God. uncle. Is, what, what's Which people's faces yeah. when you say, they go, oh, who's this? Is this? And you go, no, it's my uncle. Oh, nine times out of ten people go, is this your little brother? Is this your little brother? I'm like, no, it's my uncle. And then they look at me weird as if they say, how does that work? And I'm like... <laughs> Um, yeah. my grandma's child. So how old was your grandma when she had him? Well, she's 70 now, so I'd say about 60, 54-ish. Wow. So we've got to, got to give her a hand. That's, that's, wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a medical miracle. Yes. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit crazy. I struggle to keep up sometimes. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is It is quite confusing. You do need a real diagram for that. Good on you, Cameron. Thank you. Good on you, man. Appreciate it. Say hi to your uncle for us. Uh, Sharon in Greenbank. Uh, how many kids? How many dads? Good morning, guys. Um, my husband and I are blessed with uh, five uh, beautiful children um, to three mums. Um, my husband and I have 12-year-old twins. Um, and I've, my eldest is 231. She lives in another country. And the two, the two middle ones are 21 and 23. Right. Wow. So, do you? Is it hard to explain that to people when they're when you're trying to get Christmas and stuff organised, or you you oh, don't yeah. really worry about it? You just kind of go, "They're all your kids." No, they're all our kids. Um, as I said, we're we're blessed to have uh, the five of them, and I've been in their lives from a very young age. Um, and yeah, we couldn't be happier. Oh, Weirdly enough, um, all three mums get on really well. <laughs> wow. Oh, see, that's, that's great. a big twist, isn't it, Sharon? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> You've actually been adults about it all. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, you can't be anything else but adults. Mm. You'd be surprised that there are some people out there that don't. In the early, so when the kids were a lot younger, um, did you, you would have had to communicate with the mums a lot, I'm I'm assuming, to get the kids to things. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just, you know, coordinating with, uh, you know, with with them all and making it all work. Um, We financially supported them all until we had to. um, And yeah. Yeah, oh, right. lovely. Well, three mums organising something as opposed to three dads, things are going to get done. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, things get done. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt, we're in love. Don't judge. You can't help who you fall in love with. I love this segment. I, I just love hearing people's stories and the fact they want to open up and they don't. They actually don't care what you think. They want to. They want you to know that they love each other, and that's that. We judge what we don't know. Exactly. So hopefully, the more you know, the more you go. Oh, cool! I can see where they're coming from. They're just in love. And I did want to speak to a couple. They're in this sort of relationship. We are joined by Katie and Kiltane. Um, Katie, what's the age gap with you guys? Uh, it's around eighteen years. 
And this usually, usually it's the young girl with the older man. The older guy. <laughs> but it's the other way around. You're the old girl with the young guy. <laughs> yes. So how much has the word cougar got thrown around when you tell people? <laughs> <laughs> Only a few times, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Katie, you're 38 and Kiltane, you are? 19. <laughs> Two years out of school. Yeah. <laughs> so many, so many nervous giggles. Um, how did you guys first meet, Kiltane? Oh, it was like two, three a.m. in the morning, and I was looking for a cigarette, and I was walking past the unit complex, and I saw her, and I stopped for a cigarette. Oh, that is one for the grandkids. <laughs> very romantic. Now, Katie, did you think he looked his age? No, absolutely not. He's a He's a big guy. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know his age actually for a while. Told me he was in his mid twenties. Oh. Um, yes, tall and he's big, and yeah. it, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> Let's jump in into it then. You're thirty eight, Kiltane nineteen. You've got two children already, twelve and fifteen. Katie, how do um, they feel about their? I guess their stat, stepdad essentially <laughs> being, being four a little, years yeah. older. Um, they're happy. They just say as long as he makes me happy, they're happy. And they'd say I'm I'm very mature and he's mature, so we sort of balance each other out. Mm. And what about the rest of your family, like your parents and things like that? It was interesting at first. Um, everyone seems to be taking it on board now because we, we are going to be together for a while for mm. other reasons. You're, you're pregnant? I am. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. It's very exciting. So, yeah, it was, everyone was very shocked. But we're all just taking it as it comes and enjoying it for what it is. And, what, yeah, we're happy. I ask <laughs> if that was an issue to you, Kiltane, because I know, you know, the, the one thing with, I guess, <laughs> as annoying as it is, hey, for there's an older guy with a younger girl, they can still have kids. But I guess, you know, as females get older, I'm not saying you're too old, Katie. But would it have been an Obviously issue? Not. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> but would it have been an issue with you if Katie didn't want any more children? Um, well, I mean, yeah, definitely. In the long run, yeah, if she could have had no children, I mean, yeah. <laughs> How are your family with it, Kiltane, with the age gap? Um, oh well, they were pretty. Well, just I don't know, shocked, hmm. and I just sort of told them it's happening, and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's that. Well, I guess the question is, Kiltane, how old's your mum? Uh, my mum is 41. Uh, yeah. So you, I guess from your mum's perspective as well, she would be going, okay, this uh, woman who you're with, you're having a child with her, there's only three years between us. Yeah. Did she, did, were they the words she said to you when she found out about this relationship? Uh, yeah, definitely. In, in, in a nice way. <laughs> Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Has there been any situations, Katie, where people have got confused of your relationship and presume that maybe you were a young mum and he could be your son? Yes, twice we've had that. Uh, I can't really remember the first one. Kiltane might remember that. But the second one, we went to the doctors together for him. And the doctor said, is this your mother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, it's my partner. <laughs> and didn't go back to that doctor, did you? <laughs> no, no, not been back since. Do you get along with his mother, Katie? Yeah, yeah, we, we get along nicely. She's, she's lovely. <laughs> Is it something before meeting Katie that you wanted 
um, Kiltan, because I say that with um, Maddie, because Maddie met his um, now wife when he was quite young and she already had a child. And I guess you took on that responsibility where a lot of friends of yours would have been going out and partying. Yeah. Is it something that you, are you that sort of old soul where you wanted to settle down quite quickly? Um, no, <laughs> just happened. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Not at all, but yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing, mate, because I, I, I was the same as you. I imagine if you were at it 2am looking for a durry, I was that kind of guy as well. When I, when I was young, you, you're drinking, you're partying. But when you meet someone who changes your life like that, you just you just know it. And all that partying stuff that means nothing to you now. Yeah. He's got away with words, you man, Katie, doesn't he? <laughs> having well, said that, my husband, yeah, well, my husband didn't give it him it up when we had kids, so <laughs> the party lifestyle. So. You must have had some worries about the age gap, though, at first, Kiltan, because you lied to Katie about your age. Um, yeah. No, yeah. So how old did uh, he tell you he was, Katie? Uh, 26, I think. Right. Ooh, right. right. Yes. And when you found out the truth... And you said, no, that's too young, 26. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about it. It was more in my own head. That's more the question. Questioning was coming from my own head. Mm. Yeah, when I found out his real age, we sort of were in it already. So it was a question of, do I just stop this now or see where it can go? Mm. So we just sort of jumped in both feet. Uh, well, look, guys, we appreciate you sharing your story with us yeah, uh, this morning. We know, you know, to get get out there in public and, and share it. But, I, you know, I think the most important thing is if you guys love each other, it doesn't matter what other people say, you know? Yeah. Um, it's about you guys and, and your kids now. So thank you so much for coming on this thank morning you. and chatting. No worries. <laughs> thank we, you, guys. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Katie <laughs> and Kiltane on the air. We're in love. Don't judge. 18-year age gap. He's 19. She is 38. It's Stav, Abby and Matt at Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Oh, uh, tonight, the grand final. It's so big they had to do it over two nights. Yeah, that's how you get ratings. Benny Fordham is on. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> You know how it works, you guys, don't you? How are you? Good, man. you got to do what you got to do. Well, if I had my way, we'd space it out over a week. But uh, <laughs> it all comes to an end tonight. And, yeah, someone's either going to win $300,000 by making it to the top of Mount Midoriyama or $100,000 for being the champion this year. So we'll find out tonight, 7.30. And an epic season full of uh, controversy and drama uh, with the shoe falling in the water. And when I was reading that, you guys had to take the, the international rules of ninja. There's like a head of the ninja thing that you have to abide by, right? Yeah, that's right. Now, the rules are pretty tight, so we've got to follow the rules each and every time. I mean, I was even watching the show last night with two of the biggest fans, Joshy and Locke, two mates of mine who live around the corner, and they were blowing up about the rules sometimes, saying, what about these rules? There's not enough time for the ninjas to get through, but the rules are there for a reason, as I explained to the boys last night. Haven't you thrown the rules out, though? Because overseas, they don't give a guaranteed uh, cash prize. And I know the last previous seasons, it's just been you're the fastest, you get a medal. But is it because you got so much backlash that you're like, oh, people want a so-called winner? Well, there was a bit of feedback through uh, radio interviews and also (laughs) through people stopping me on the street saying, oh, you stingy prick, give them some money. So I kind of, I fed that back through to the bosses. I didn't use the same language. I kind of, you know... 
made it sound all official. Look, there's a little bit of market research and feedback <laughs> that people would like to see a cash prize. Yeah. Yeah. So they decided to do it this year. So, look, no one's going to complain about people getting money, are they? No. No, 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 no. no. I know, except for the no. previous two guys that finished nah. fast. Yeah. They've come out and said they were slightly annoyed by it. That's <laughs> their comment. Slightly oh, annoyed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, See, this is... is what happens. You you give someone a hundred grand and there's always someone who will complain. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely. Uh, and Ninja Warrior, the grand final tonight, 7.30 on 9. Uh, a, a lot of talk uh, this week about... Um, uh, peptides and doping and stuff in swimming. Is is Ninja mm. does Ninja Warrior do testing as well? For stuff? No, no. I well, I've certainly never been part of the drug testing procedures or process on the show. So, uh, what happens behind the scenes, I couldn't be a hundred percent on. But no, yeah. I'm, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they all they all rock up. They're super fit and they're keen to go. And look, I think when you have a look at the the kind of people we're dealing with, they're um, they're pretty focused on their health, and I'm not yeah. sure that too many of them would be taking risks with those types of things. But uh, no, I don't think it's part of the the procedure. But I must admit, I come in at the at the last minute once they hit the course, so I don't see what goes on behind the scenes. He's not overall everything, and have they done their uh, wee test? No, I know, I know you, Benny. You're across <laughs> most stuff, mate. You're on, you're on top of it. <laughs> For those uh, people well, that go, oh, yep, I'm going to be in it next year. Is it confirmed that it's going to be back? Um, well, I saw an ad on last night saying uh, if you want to apply so must, for next yeah. year, here's how you do it. So that's the first I heard um, that sounds like confirmation that it's back. And look, based on the ratings this year, I think it all comes down to that. Yeah. Based on the ratings this year, it will be back. Have you given a course a crack before? I gave it a little bit of a run just up the wall yeah. uh, and I got about halfway up. So... Um, I could see the top half of the wall, so I was within I was within range of getting to the top end. <laughs> if you weren't wearing your suit, you would have made it. If you're in more comfortable yeah, clothing, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you've got the tight suit on and whatever, and you're busting out of it because of all the food you've been eating in the commentary box, it makes it quite difficult. <laughs> Look, some of the uh, contestants saying it was very very cold this season. Is it gonna, if it does come back? Do you know if it's going to stay in Melbourne or to go to Sydney? I think it'll stay in Melbourne. Yeah, I think I think it's been part of the success having it there in Melbourne. Melbourne really loves homemade TV and they love sport. So I think uh, considering how many uh, people from Melbourne have tuned in to watch this year and how much they love coming along and watching it live. I think we'd be mad not to go back there again. Mm. Hey, before we let you go, Benny, um, we are trying to plan an out-of-this-world proposal uh, where we're going to... Yeah. We're not 100% sure how it's all going to happen. We want to send an engagement ring up into outer space and get it to drop down. But do, mm. you, do you remember how you proposed to your beautiful wife? Was there a, a story behind yeah, that? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I kind of... I um, do you want, This is going to sound creepy, but... Um, I waited for her to wake up, so I, I was waiting, waiting for her to wake up. So I got up early, I got the ring ready, I got the champagne on ice, had everything ready to go. But then she wouldn't wake up, she was sleeping in, so I just kind of sat there like a creep, like a weirdo, just in our bed, just waiting for her to wake up. And then when she woke up, I basically frightened her because she thought that I was a lunatic. And then I, I couldn't talk, so I, and I knew I might not be able to talk, so I just handed over a a letter and I explained the whole thing in the letter and uh, <laughs> thankfully she said yes. So there oh, you go. Wow. For a split second she probably thought it was a I'm leaving you letter. Hey listen, have you bounced this idea through the marketing department? Because I just double check it with them yeah. before you go planning any space journeys. No, 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 we haven't because we don't like them and definitely not legal because we don't like them saying no. Yeah, they always say yeah. no to us, Ben. We ask for forgiveness, yeah, not permission. Yeah, speak first and then after go, oopsie. Oh, that's very good. That was the Kerry Packer approach to life. Yeah. Very good. Oh, well, Kerry Packer and us have a lot in common, so...
What, yeah. what we get yeah, Chinese people to come and play at our, our casinos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, thanks for coming on this morning. Nice to talk to you. Ninja Warrior, the grand final tonight, 7.30, Channel 9. It's been a great show. We're looking forward to it next year as well. Nice thanks to talk to you, so buddy. Thanks so much for the support, guys. Appreciate it. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, Alpha Bucks, tomorrow, the 30th of July, uh, we play twice, 7 and 8 a.m. Your letters are? Not available. What? We've got O and E. That's the ones we did today. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing I was N like, not available on Late Sweetheart. It's O and E. Yeah. <laughs> right, so we don't know what the letters are? No. Nah. Do a surprise. Yeah. Tune in tomorrow to find out. <laughs> <laughs> what a hook. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha $100,000. That is the weekly prize pool for Alpha Bucks. 10 grand at 7 and 8 a.m. every single day. And we are so thirsty to give this money away that we're actually giving you answers throughout the show. So the longer you listen, the more money you're guaranteed. Let's play, guys. All right. And playing this morning at 8 is Natasha in Buck. And morning, Natasha. Good morning. Welcome to the show, too. First time on air. Thank you. All right, so you know how this works. You're going to get a letter from Abby. Every answer has to start with that letter. You get 50 bucks per answer you get right, so you should walk away with some cash, and if you get all 10, you get the big 10 Gs, okay? Excellent. Fingers crossed. Were you listening for a couple of the answers? Yes, I was, but right. I got a bit excited, so... Excellent. Well, you know that your uh, your letter is E for entertainment. Entertainment? Yeah. Let's do it. Here we go. Name something large. Email. Name something you can send. Envelope. Name a vegetable. Eggplant. Name a singer. Ooh, Ellie Golding. Name something you'd find in the bathroom. Ooh, electric fan. Name a sport. Ooh, pass. Name something to do with a date night. Ooh, um, pass. Name a female actor. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. You got yourself $250. Oh, thank you. No worries. I'll just uh, quickly go through the ones you passed on. Name a sport. You could have had equestrian, riding the horses. Oh, uh, and name something to do with date night. You could have had uh, eating or entertainment. Eating, of course. Yeah. <laughs> entertainment, yes. No, right. thank you very much. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. One small step for man. The final frontier. Stab Abby and Matt. Out of this world proposal. To infinity and beyond. Mm. You know how uh, a lot of times there is more preparation going into the wedding than there is for the actual marriage? Yeah. And that's, that's what, or every time, isn't every it? Every time, yeah. <laughs> but now there seems like there's even more emphasis on the proposal. Yeah. Even rather than the actual engagement yeah. long term, you know? Like, it seems like that's the new engagement party as well. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how epic can the proposal be? Damn you, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think maybe that's what it is. What happens is, is if a guy or a girl goes all out and they do a really big proposal and then they share that story with, with you and your partner, and then the first thing after they've said their killer stories, they go... So how did you do it? Yeah. You go, wow. I just asked. Yeah, I flicked the <laughs> ring at her and I was like, Keen? I was like, eeny, meeny, miny. <laughs> a lot of my friends will just show you the photo now because there was professional photographers there. Oh, yeah, lurking in the bushes. Yeah. yeah. Not even lurking sometimes. I'm like, come on, you knew it was coming. Like, they're right in front of you with the photo, like, <laughs> camera. Well, Ryan John, who used to work on this 
uh, radio station, yeah. um, you uh, saw he put a video up on his um, Facebook recently. He took two weeks off work because yeah. he was living in Perth. His girlfriend was in Melbourne, and he filmed himself for two weeks running across the country. What? Yeah, created this big video. So it actually travelled it, makes it look like he's running the whole thing, and yeah. then he proposes at the end. Please tell me she said no. <laughs> Unfortunately, she did say yes. I, I, I thought the that. same thing. You got all that effort. She's nah. like, nah, champ. You left the ring at home. I'll, I'll be back oh, in a minute. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> we've got an idea that we want to send an engagement ring, yes, a diamond ring, to our space. Yep. yep. And then it's going to come back down. I mean, obviously, we need to work out the logistics of it we'll because we're nervous about losing the ring. Yeah. Is that your first thought? It uh, might not come back down. Yeah. No. Well, Maddie doesn't care about that. As well, that's kind. Of, it's still part of the story. No, yeah. I sent a, whatever fifty thousand dollar ring or whatever we spend yeah. on it up to outer space, yeah. and it dropped back down. The box was empty, but she still said yes. All right, we're putting two GPSs. On. <laughs> uh, but we want to know in thirteen ten sixty, how big was your proposal? Yeah. Did you go all out? Yeah. Do you want the ones that went all out and that backfired as well? Absolutely. Uh. Yeah. I spent $5,000 and she still said no. Yeah. 131060, this is going to be an out-of-this-world proposal to end all proposals, but we want to hear from you what your amazing story is. Yes. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Sending a diamond ring to outer space and then having it land and then someone gets to propose. That is the plan. Never been done before. And trust me, I know I have done lots of Googling. Google, Google, Google. Um, but what we want to know is what did you plan? Was it going to be epic? Yeah. You know, when you think about it, but then it didn't really go to plan. Yeah. Well, uh, joining us right now is Shannon. Tell us about your amazing proposal story. Yeah. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Good, good. Shannon. Yes, I love it. So my mates got married. They all did these fancy proposals, and I thought, I'm going to beat these guys. They're a pack of idiots. So I went straight down to the local KFC. Yep. I got her a large Twister meal, yep. and I gave her the ring there, yep. and she loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still married. We've been married for six years, been together nine years. Yep. We've got two kids, bought a house. and we got, mar- we got I thought, I'm not spending all this money on a wedding. That's ridiculous. I'll, I'll buy her a house instead. But anyway, so yeah. when we got married, I thought, I'm going to step it up here. I took her straight to Zarathas and got her a large coffee. Yeah. And then got her a quarter pounder at McDonald's and went home. You are. <laughs> you are the most hero. romantic yeah. man. How romantic is that? You couldn't beat that. No one could beat that. Shannon, you know how your friends did the epic proposals? Are they still together? Yeah. No, they're not. They're, yeah. they're, they're not actually. They're all useless. They're gone. So anyway. <laughs> oh, you're champion. So, yeah, no, if anyone's out there, take her to KFC because you know what? If, she, if you take her to KFC and you're still married and she says yes, yeah. you know you don't have to ever spend money and take her to fancy restaurants and all that. Oh, because you, The expectations says, are low. Yeah. That's exactly right. Anything yeah. you do is romantic now. Yeah. Start as you intend to continue is some advice I was once given. Yeah. And Shannon... Is a pillar the way of Shannon that. goes, could we get this sponsored by KFC? Oh. I have always been open to an endorsement. The balloon will be a shape of a bucket <gasps> with the kernel on it. I was kind of joking. We send up we some go. space chicken before she puts on the ring. She can wipe her finger with a moist towelette. <laughs> this we're onto something, kids. Oh, Aaron oh. in Ipswich. How you going? Good. What's your proposal story? 
Well, I spent $12,500 on the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the eternity ring all in one. Yep. Was going to take her to Bribey Island and had to marry me sign and get, like, be buried in the sand and mm-hmm. that. And, yeah, she still said no. Oh, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Well, I found out in the end she was cheating on me, so it was better for the end anyway, so. Yeah, what would you do with the ring? I gave it to a friend. Said, here you go, mate. You want to propose to your missus? Here, have it. And oh, did, did his missus then say yes? No, she's still with this other bloke, apparently, so, yeah, oh. I don't care. No, no, no. Did, the, did your friend get a successful proposal with the ring? Yes, he yeah. did. Yes, okay. he got a successful proposal. Um, he's still with her. Been about eight years now. And, yeah, they've got three or four kids together. So oh, she's yeah. actually quite thankful for me for giving him the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you met anyone else? Nah, still single, so. Oh, Aaron. Oh, Aaron. Did your mate spot you any cash for the ring, or did he just take it? No, I didn't I didn't want anything, to be honest, because, right. yeah, I just didn't want the pain behind it all, you know? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was the one, to be honest, but yeah. obviously not. Oh, oh Thank well. you. Yeah. So. You'll find someone better. You're too good for her. She was a horrible woman. No, I, ne- I never even liked her. Yeah. She's on the other line. I knew, I knew from the start that you didn't need her. <laughs> Don't get back together now that I've said that. No, no I think it's been many, many years. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Leanne in Alex Hills, what was the epic Hello. proposal? My husband took me horse riding. I don't know how to horse ride. Right. So we're going along. He sat down and he gave me this beautiful picnic lunch. He proposed. I'm like, oh, did he? I had to get back on this horse to get back to the car. I fell off the horse and fractured my hip. <gasps> <gasps> memorable, though. You know, memorable. And, and the whole family were waving at my parents' house <laughs> with champagne, ready to toast us. And I had to ring them up and say, I'm at the hospital, I fractured my head, and they're like, oh. So, yeah, I remember that proposal very well, yes. 22 years ago. Oh, oh wow. my God. Well, what could possibly go wrong with sending the engagement ring up to space? No, who knows? <laughs> Anything, as long as there's no fractured bones involved, all is good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Can't promise anything. Set low. <laughs> ah, we should be positive. All right. Well, all this right. is wow. going to be good, guys. It's going to be great. Our out-of-this-world proposal, yep. the engagement ring goes to outer space. A lucky Brisbane couple have been waiting for a long time. We'll get engaged. Who knows what will happen. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Green swimmer Shana Jack has been notified by ASADA of adverse test result. It does not in any way change the zero tolerance view that Swimming Australia has and our continuing fight for a clean sport. Very shocked by this, especially when we've been talking about it, saying that um, uh, Horton had stand up to drug cheats. He yep. was saying that he's totally against it. Remember, he didn't go on the podium or shake his hand, and he was apparently had a standing ovation when he went back to the athletes' village. Yeah. But then to find out that an Australian has tested positive to a banned substance, I think a lot of people are allowed to be outraged by it. Yeah, well, the Chinese media are loving it. Yeah, of course they, they are. Of course they are. It is embarrassing because we, we were like, well, it would never happen yeah. in Australia. And then it did. Yeah. Shana Jack um, uh, has put an Instagram post up and her statement says she didn't knowingly take um, Ligadrol, I think it is. We don't know how to pronounce yeah. it correctly, but apparently it is a muscle um, building substance. A lot of bodybuilders might take it. Yeah. Right. We're going to talk right now to a sports and exercise physician. Uh, Dr. Peter Larkins joins us. Hey, mate. Uh, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good. We're good. How, how, if she, how could she have accidentally taken this? Well, she could take it in a product where it, it's a component within that product. In this case, presumably one of the protein supplements that you and I can buy every day in a health shop and even in supermarkets. And sometimes it's not declared 
on the content. So she wouldn't have taken pure legandrol, which is the a drug that's used by the bodybuilders and is clearly used for that reason, but it's sometimes added um, into a, a, a supplement and it's not listed on the product uh, packaging and that's where she could get caught out. I always say that if any, like, if any female's pregnant, they always double-check what they're taking. And if they don't have any idea, then you generally just don't take it. For an athlete who's getting checked, and even though they had been a warning for this substance late last year, could have she not tested it? Yep, she could have. I mean, it's so frustrating. I've worked in international sport in Australia for a long, long time, and the athletes are drilled and drilled and drilled about what they should or shouldn't take and to check things, and it's so frustrating. And as you rightly said, it would be embarrassing for Australia when you have an elite athlete who stuffs up this badly. So at this stage, I'm still giving her the benefit of the doubt she didn't do it to cheat yeah. because there are different drug cases where, you know, let's, we can talk about the Chinese if you've got time. That's a different case. It's not about an inadvertent use. But in her situation, you're right, athletes are drilled. So she's been incredibly stupid if she took a product and didn't get it checked. Would the um, fine and, and ban be any different if it was proven that she took it by accident, or is it just across the board it would be the same the same time well, look, out? Pre- yeah, precedent would say that if it was a genuine accident and extenuating circumstances, you might get a discount on the four years, right. which is the standard first offence. But look, these days, with all the, the brouhaha and the focus on it, it's very difficult to get a discount on your penalty. So it's possible to halve it to two years. It was traditionally done that way, but it also caused outrage when it happened, saying, well, if you made the mistake, why are you getting a discount on your, on your sentence? Yeah. So mm. she, may not, she may not be able to argue that, even though it may have genuinely been a mistake, you get penalised for your mistake, guys. I, I know that it, it, I mean, for me, it always brings back memories of the Essendon um, players always saying that they were given it and, you know, they just, I guess, trust the advice of other people. If she's going to get in trouble and it finds out that maybe a, a coach or someone had given it to her, do they ever get penalised? Yeah, absolutely. They absolutely. The Essendon's a great example. Although they're the athletes knew they were taking something and didn't delve into it. They just were, you know, the blind being led along by inappropriate and unethical people at Essendon who were doing that, but the athletes did get a whack there. But as you, if you might remember, they only got 12 months. At that stage, the maximum was a two-year penalty. They only got 12 months. So there's an example where yeah. the AFL was man- managed to negotiate a discount, if you like. But I think there was such outrage even over that. Um, so if, if it's a coach from Swimming Australia, if it's uh, someone associated with Swimming Australia's high-performance team, and hopefully it's not, then they are also subject to a penalty. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I think it's it's tough for her as well at this time because everyone is comparing her to Sun Yang, but I think we need to remember too, with him, he smashed vials of blood. You know, there's a whole lot of other things that he's done. There is, but he didn't test positive. No, he has before. Right. Before that smash. So he's got a past track record, as you rightly said. Sorry, is that Matt? I couldn't yeah. hear who that yeah. was. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's got a past track record. He was he served his time and allowed to come back. I've got a different approach about drug cheats in sport at that level, guys. I'm, I'm not great one for letting him to come back, but that's another argument. Yeah. Yeah. But having come back, he was then being tested last year again and destroyed the samples in front of the testing team. Yeah. So that's quite different from having a positive test yeah, or right. to uh, having an inadvertent thing. I mean, he he blatantly was unable to be tested because he destroyed the blood samples. And that's that's what Mac Horton was, was complaining about. Mm. 
Well, uh, this isn't something that's going to go away. Uh, it's going to be around for a while. Peter uh, Larkins, you are a sports and exercise physician, mate. Thank you for coming on this morning. Um, can you just tell us the pronunciation of that drug one more time? Well, Legandrol, Legandrol, but if you really want to be fancy, just call it LGD4033, just to complicate it. LGD4033, well, good on you, mate. Thank you very much. We'll have uh, more on this story as well uh, with the hit news coming up. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Well, hello, cool cats and kittens. Here are some love tips for your 1950s hips. <laughs> hey! You know how I was reading from a baby book from the 1950s that was giving advice and some things you can laugh at and you go, oh my God, things have really changed. Did they really believe that? And if anyone has written uh, the book of economics that was from the 1950s of how to be a good wife. Uh Uh-huh. Some really good tips in there. It's really funny. And we laugh at it because it's so different. But I've got my hands on how to be a good husband in the 1950s. Okay. And I don't... I don't know if things have changed for you guys. Oh, no? (laughs) Should we be taking notes? We're simple, well, simple man. That's, that's just... what it says. It says life were a lot simpler back in the 1950s. Mm. Yes. So, anyway, so this is a time to reflect. Okay. So there's five steps for how to be a good husband. Righto. Five? Num- Sounds like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's only five. Five whole steps. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> do, you to just, do you want me to skip to number three for you? Give us your top three. No, no, give us all five. <laughs> number one. Your number one priority is... Working, earning a living. There we go. To provide for your wife and your family financially. She cooks and cleans and takes care of the children, so it's your number one priority to make sure that you have a good earning job. Right. Step number two. Uh You need to make sure that your wife feels appreciated. When you come home from a long day at work and she's cleaned the house and has a hot meal on the table for you, you should thank her. Sometimes it's nice to do flowers as well and another small gift. It will take you far. Okay. What do they mean by, can you be the gift? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Step number three. Yeah. Oh, yes, you can be the gift. Step number three, keep the romance alive. Housewives, um, your housewife will always make sure that she is dressed immaculately and there to impress. So a compliment on how well she takes care of herself Uh will be lovely. Okay. Yeah. Done. Yeah, this is seeming pretty easy. Yeah, but, yes. Number four, check in with the children. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Number four, checking with the children. It's not your wife's responsibility to discipline the children if they've got in trouble for, with school. She would have waited until you've got home to be able to talk to them. So make sure you're balancing out your parenting skills. Oh, that's the classic mum always, wait till wait your, your, your dad gets home. home. Yeah. The, the problem with that was is my mum was always far scarier than my dad. Uh, yeah. So when mum tried to roll that out, I was like, like sick. <laughs> when he gets home, you'll stop talking. Because <laughs> dad was always like, oh, you're an idiot. Mum, she got angry. And the last one is, be happy to see her. We all have bad days, but you need to make sure that you leave them in the office. If work was stressful, leave those negative feelings there and make sure you enjoy her company. There you go. Five simple tips. So all all we've got to do Mm. is say thank you for dinner. Yeah. Earn money. um, Say thanks for dinner. Give her a few flowers and say you look nice. And yell at the kids. Help out with the children. Yeah, but and on enjoy the, her company. So basically, it's the same as what. Yeah, but on the other hand, you, you, when we get home, you have to have the house sparkling and the dinner ready. Did it say that? Yeah, it did. Uh. So if I rocked up to a house like that, I'd be like, "I'm sorry, I've come to the wrong boat. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a mistake there. <laughs> I'll go two houses down. My bad." Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We're gonna just reflect a little. I hosted a fun. 
a fun little quiz night on Saturday for my son's football team yeah. down at Morningside. It's a great class. When you're hosting a quiz night and you haven't written the questions, be prepared mm. because people get annoyed if they disagree with the answers. I think one of the questions was, what is one of the only countries that doesn't have a river? Mm. Apparently Vatican City is its own country yes, and yes. doesn't have a river. People get very vocal about it after a few drinks. Very vocal. So this is just my public apology. If you didn't get the marks, and you know what? The trophy. That was it. It was like a little trophy. No. But it you was forgot like, about the glory. The glory. The glory, the glory of glory. it. The glory. I think everyone had a few too many drinks at the end. No one even remembers who won. But still, they like to complain about it. So thanks. But no thanks. got to remember when you tell a white lie. Maybe get a white lie notebook. Mm-hmm. Just write it down so you've got something to reference to. You just get further and further into that hole. Because you know when you're like, you know, you get asked to come to something or do something and you go, no, we're really busy that weekend. Yeah. And then you forget that you told that person that. Or you post on social media just relaxing at home. And you get busted and they're like, oh, I thought you couldn't, couldn't come. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good look. No. no. So if you're going to tell a white line, remember the line. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. What is it about when you take the bin down to the wheelie bin? When oh, you, you mean the kitchen bin? Yes, yeah. down to the outside, outside-y bin. The inside bin to the outside bin. <laughs> Turning an innie into an outie. You never notice, do you? On the walk out, and you put the bin in the wheelie bin, turn around. Then, and only ever then, do you see the trail of whatever decided to drip. You never notice it right at the start, where it would be an easier fix-up. It's like you're Hansel and Gretel, and you need to find your way back to the innie bin. <laughs> bin juice. Bin juice. Oh. There's nothing worse. It's always some sort of unidentifiable liquid as well. Thanks for that. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There we go. That's the podcast. Thank you for sticking with us, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. What's up? We don't need to give them in the podcast because you give them during the day. They don't need to know that. Okay. Cool. But if they listen to the show, they will know. Oh, no one's listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> My mum listens. Hey, maybe, maybe we could give them... On Triple M show. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> we'll just run across. <laughs>